Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Crouch. And today we're going to talk about saying yes to God mm -hmm. at those intersections of decision that are so mm -hmm. important in our lives. And I'm just so excited to introduce you to a dear, dear friend of mine, mm -hmm. Peggy Rupel. Thank you for being with me here today. It's an honor and a joy to be with my friend, Brenda. Yeah, <laughs> I love to be with you every chance that we can. Mm -hmm. And uh, just as a little introduction, I want you to tell us a little bit about what you and your husband actually are doing with mm -hmm. the, uh, Master Media, the organization, and what that's all about. Yes, Master Media International is a ministry that's been around for 35 years and we took over five years ago. Um, my husband came on as CEO and I say the royal we, he really is leading it in such a way that's been really exciting for us. Mm. It is a one-on-one -on -one relational mm -hmm. ministry outreach to leading executives and decision makers at the highest levels in mm. Hollywood, New York, um, and now Atlanta, that's booming. And wow. not only that, but it also, we look to uplift Christians who are working within the entertainment industry and the advancements that they're making, and even to pour into that next generation of storytellers. Yes. And that's a joy for me, having been, mm. um, uh, worked with Biola University, I was able to be an adjunct there yeah. for nine years. So it's a great yeah. joy for me to do that as well. Yeah, and you're, you're a woman of such vision and you have mm. such a gift of encouragement. And everything that you do, you and your husband do together uh, and individually is for purpose. I just mm. see that, that kingdom purpose oh. that's just so, uh, intrinsically a part of you, but that didn't come to you easily, did it? I, I would say that that came through some, probably some hard things and those those intersections I just mentioned, yes. where you had to say yes to God. And I'd like for you to share your story with mm -hmm. us today, because I believe that some people are going to really be encouraged to mm -hmm. hear about the the circumstances and the things that you went through. You actually battled cancer yeah, yes, and uh, the having to continue to try to function in life and, mm -hmm. and the questions, you know, that would come at that place. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that and how that has brought you to where you are today. Well, truly it has informed so much of my life post cancer. I yeah. often say that the gift cancer gives you is mm. the lens by which you really live your life more intentionally. And even choosing to say yes to Master Media. We had wow. been praying and fasting, sensing that God was doing something new, something that we were going to be working together. And as we began to see this thread throughout our life and this story, um, we saw that um, a lot of it was shaped by the fact that decisions we made, you just don't know how much time you right. have. And the gift of it is that you get to really be uh, intentional and purposeful. And we were really praying, this is, you know, we're getting older. This is going to be, the, we want to leave it all out on the field for Jesus. What can we do in a way that intersects both of what we've done? Um, so mm -hmm. for, for us, I, it was when I was 31, I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow. And at that point, uh, it had uh, it gone three years undiagnosed. Mm -hmm. So that's a challenge because all during that time, praying and asking God to reveal the things that were hidden. And in mm -hmm. his perfect timing, now the doctors would tell me how unfortunate for me, right. because it spoke into a life expectancy I didn't realize I was going to have. And that was five years. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you on the day that I was diagnosed, um, I remember having my husband on one side, my mom on the other, and when they left and I was alone with the Lord, I remember not wrestling so much with the fact that um, 
of God's love for me, I think that was so settled on the cross. I mean, it says yeah. everything about my worth, everything about my value. So personally, that wasn't the wrestling. But I just wanted God to give me a, a to-do. Mm -hmm. I want to partner with Him with whatever remainder of my life is. And I'm kind of groping in this prayer, and all of a sudden I remember that scripture that says we, we in this life we see through a dark glass, yeah. or a mirror dimly, or a glass darkly. And um, because we see in part, and one day we will know as we are known. So I felt like the Lord was letting me know that it's okay, you're groping, I know you're groping for what next steps are, but mm -hmm. you're just gonna have to trust me. Right. And, um, and would you not misinterpret what I'm doing by what little you see? Wow. That there is, there is more. Mm -hmm. And in that more, God gave me a word, it was, that the enemy was not after my life. He was actually after my joy. Incredible. And that was my to-do, mm -hmm. guard your joy. Amen. And that joy is not, not what I'm talking about, this euphoric, polyanic, you know, you, you know, fake right. it till you make it right. kind of thing. It was. Not a conjured up no, kind of a, No, yeah. in fact, it's actually entering into the sorrow yes. and the cup and all those things, but to say, I may not know what my future is, but I know the one who holds my future. Mm, and so there's good. a peace and a joy that's there. Mm -hmm. And so that was um, a course mm -hmm. for our Dan and our both our lives together. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that it would take me through um, five different cancer battles throughout the wow. course of many years. But God met me profoundly in each one. Some, mm. some were bitter cups, but what at the what was at the end of them? That cup was. Yeah. Um, uh, something really dear, and how he meets you in those wow, moments are, yes, are pretty yes, profound. He does. Very present help yeah. in times of trouble. You don't know that sometimes exactly. until you're actually wrestling mm -hmm. with it. And you own your theology in those moments. You mm -hmm. own who Jesus says you are, your mm -hmm. identity, and the rest has to fall away. Yeah. And to look at you now, you would just never yeah. even imagine that that was the course that you walked through mm -hmm. and yet God used it. And that's just the beauty of how His grace is yes. and His love and mercy to yes. take and turn a situation that maybe the enemy meant for our harm. Yes. But how God, when we belong to Him, He will turn it yes. and use it for our good. And I believe really mm -hmm. for the good of the kingdom. In other words, for those that your life will then touch and influence and look at where God has yes. you today. You're just, you're an absolute beacon of light. You're the city on a hill, you know, in, in Hollywood and, you know, in the mm. uh, movie and film industry, how Truly God's using you the most to influential, inspire. Yeah. Most influential. Yeah. Um, and ignite. You know, ministry there is out there, you know, yeah. is with it through the media. But yes, that, I think you hit on the crux of it. Um, in learning that the enemy was after my joy, because if you could steal that right. through fear, yeah. He would undermine this redemptive story that God was about to tell. And that exactly. was a hopeful word for me, that I had a choice. I could leave the pen in God's hand mm -hmm. for a story he's going to tell. And being involved in media, you know, we all want to live epic lives. Right. But I'm telling you, in every script that's out there, um, it is reworked with the writers again and again because they got to create mm. just the right amount of tension to bring out the best in the character. So good. And so with our lives, I think, the Lord was saying, would you stay on the potter's wheel? Yeah. And um, that's not easy sometimes, especially with something with a diagnosis like cancer. I remember Joni Erickson said, um, God uses the things he hates to accomplish the things he loves. Wow. 
And while I was on that potter's wheel, I felt like here's God who is picking up this implement, this rude, horrible, awful thing called cancer that even he hates. Mm -hmm. But when God picks it up, it becomes a servant oh, in his hand, right? That's profound. And then <clears throat> you're on that potter's wheel saying yes to God is saying, I trust the story that you're about to tell. Yeah. I cannot see it. And then he begins to apply the pressure, right? Yeah. And it just expands our capacity mm. to know his grace, to yes. trust him. Yes. It, in that fullness, he fills it. And yeah. then it becomes a source of refreshment to others. You don't see it in the moment. Mm -hmm. I never tell cancer patients that I first meet, oh, this is, you know, this, right. you'll be able to share your story. Well, I do know that's true. But I also know it's the most painful yeah. yet beautiful thing to watch over a life because they, it will always be intimate. Yes. God will always fill your well first mm. and then give you an opportunity later to be able to share with others. Absolutely. But it is amazing um, what he can do because I have seen it in my own life mm -hmm. um, that has been marginalized. And while um, marginalized by what you, in the world's eyes, right? Yeah. I have outlived my life expectancy to the glory of God. Amen. And I had to wrestle with the fact, and I heard things like this is, your life expectancy is greatly reduced. Right. Um, prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. um, lots of things that were hard to hear that yeah. felt like rocks on a backpack on me. And it was through prayer, prayer of others, prayer with my family, my husband, that I had to realize that while the wisdom of men is vast and God-given, mm -hmm. I love my doctors, yeah. um, there's a wisdom above that. Right. right. So <clears throat> cancer answers to God. Yes. So we cannot rule out the great physician. We cannot rule out that it may take a form we have no idea. Mm -hmm. If you would have told me that day that you'll not only go through chemotherapy and have difficult time with that, but then you'll get it back four more times. Ugh. I would not have believed it. Yeah. Uh, or, stage or four. Probably even wanted to Ugh. continue no. on that path. I mean, he, he lets us know just a little bit yes. at a time. Yes. You know, because he knows what's what's ahead for us, but he also plans to be there in the midst of it. Yes. I know there were many uh, situations even in my own life and my own story that I've told yeah. where I felt like, God, I don't understand. I feel like I'm being obedient to you because I had this concept that, you know, if I'm obedient to you and mm -hmm. my reward is that then life will be easier because yes. I just so many things had been so hard. And, you know, there was something in me that God was redefining and rewriting and, mm -hmm. you know, that old, the victim thing that had to go, that was my process. And in mm -hmm. that journey, I remember sitting in my car one day, Peggy, and saying, Lord, I don't understand. I feel like I, I'm going through so many fires. And he literally gave me the picture of a sword. And he said, this mm. is how my weapons are formed. Yes, and he says it goes into the fire as the swordsmith will, will yes. let it burn until it's molten hot. And then they pound and beat on it. Mm -hmm. That's not comfortable either. No. And then it goes back into the fire. And this is a process, a continual process for the shaping. Yes. But then comes the, another season of the yes. polishing and, and the sharpening of I the sword. And, and it just so happens that my name means sword. And uh, mm. I was told that it did in Hebrew. But, mm. um, but I just know that God does want to use us as a weapon in his hand, and just like he's using you. And you are, you've, all, you've been such an inspiration to me, and I'm just so thankful for people in my life like you. And mm -hmm. I know you told me a story that was so inspiring about a young lady 
in the hospital mm -hmm. and how God actually divinely appointed and planned for you to be there. Mm -hmm. He positioned you to be able to speak life to a woman who was ready to, she had no hope left. Yes, yes. And Can you share um, that with us? Oh, yes, <clears throat> and punctuate. You know, my, my name means pearl. And pearl, oh. when you think about it, it's a bit of sand, it's an irritant, yes. and that thing that forms around it. So over time, <laughs> over time, can we trust God with what mm -hmm. the story he's Amen. gonna tell? But uh, yes, I, who knew? But mm -hmm. out of this experience with cancer, God allowed me to become a chaplain for a season, and that's a whole miracle story. But the one you're talking about is um, the lead chaplain came and found me on the floor and said, can you hurry? There's a young gal, she's 17. She's uh, attempted suicide. Mm -hmm. She was actually the girlfriend of a lead gang member. So they had policemen wow. and detectives outside her door, but he let them know and I was on my way. And I'm literally running, and I'm a little bit out of breath to get to her. And I'm telling the Lord, oh God, I, I do, um, I do, uh, you know, sickness really well. This yeah. is, but this gal, what, what can you oh. give me? And what God gave me a long time ago was on the word on ramps, and because, you know, as as a, a a chaplain, you know, you walk in those doors, you got like 30 seconds. Yeah. They they don't see a stethoscope, white jacket. They just mm -hmm. wonder who you are, dietitian. And when you tell them a chaplain, the walls go up. Yeah. But then you say, but as a cancer patient, I remember what it was like being in that bed. Walls go down. Mm -hmm. And then I began, this was such a, that time as a chaplain was so much about me learning to listen to God. Because yeah. he really goes before us. He prepares good works. So I'm doing that. I'm running. I literally get my hands on that door. I go to turn it, and I hear the Lord speak to my heart. You made a life and death decision at mm -hmm. 17. I thought, that's right. At 17, like she is, I chose life. That's when I came to Christ. She's 17 and choosing death. Wow. So when I walked in there, there was just a pallor, her and I alone in the room. She would not look at me. And I began, I said, God, on ramp, help me with yes. this. And um, I told her, so I, I don't know what voices you're listening to right now. And she's back like this. And I said, but can I tell you the voice I'm hearing? And I, I just said, I hear the voice of a husband who cannot believe that he has, the wife that he has, of children who think that the sun rises and sets mm. on your embrace. And I said, sweetheart, they're all right here. And all of a sudden her head turns. I said, and they're in God's hands and in safekeeping for you. And I got yes. to share the gospel with her. The tears began to flow mm -hmm. and got to pray with her. And she chose mm -hmm. Christ, the living hope, you know, that night. And so it was remarkable. I had probably had only a half an hour with her, but her demeanor changed. The pallor in the room changed. Jesus, mm -hmm. Jesus did that. Yes. That's no words Amen. that I could bring. So I have been so challenged these last years of my life. I have loved the organic surprising work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And it comes in uh, challenging places, right? Yes, it does. At times. Yes. And maybe when we feel that we're not even at our best and all of a sudden we see a window, a moment, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit reminds us on our ramp. Yeah. And to stay in it, to long for people's dignity, to be restored, mm -hmm. ask questions, so linger, listen, and I find that uh, that's where the miracles happen. That's where the, that's where it actually begins to be my greater joy. And I take no greater joy in knowing that I have a savior. He said that for the joy set before him, for you, for me, Yes. he endured the cross and despised the shame. Aren't you 
glad that we have a God that says this is icky. Right. <laughs> I wish this cup could pass. This mm -hmm. is bitter. But you know what? I, and for many cancer patients I do talk to who are, you don't know Christ and are just mm -hmm. angry that they lose one day of this life. Yeah. I'll surprisingly empathize with them because I say, I get it. Right. If I thought this life was all there was, mm -hmm. what a robbery to lose yeah. one day. But that's the segue I can share, yes. but I have, you know, good news for you. Right. We were meant for so much more than this that's life. That's right. And it gives us a purpose for that mm. pain, for that dark Amen. place, that valley that we went through. Yes. To be able to come out of that resurrected, you know, filled yes. with his glory, knowing that, oh God, there's such joy knowing this was your purpose because you love that one so much. And yes. I really feel like there is somebody watching today and you are there where you just feel that maybe you feel your dignity is gone. Mm -hmm. Maybe you feel like your chances at a good life are over. And we just want you to know that we love you so yes. much. And Peggy, I feel like the anointing of God is on you to pray for people. And I, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you if you would look into the camera and yes. pray for somebody right now who is experiencing hopelessness. Yes. Maybe they're at a place where they're questioning whether they even should live anymore. Yes. I don't know, but I, I feel like that's something we should do right now is just to take a minute to minister. Yes. And we'll go as long as you need to. Let's minister to, to the people that are watching our audience today. Would yes. you do that? Can I first just tell you that um, I know it may not appear right now, but there's a story that is so loud that God wants to tell in you. And believe me, after five bouts with cancer, I just, this note of cancer, I wish it could go away, but then I realized it was the, way, the loudest he was heard through me. And I do believe that your greatest pain can be, in Christ, the launching pad for your highest calling. And that's what we're gonna pray over you right now. Yes. Lord, thank mm. you, Father, that Jesus. you hold our futures. You say, God, that you are very present help in times of trouble. You say, look in my hand, behold, I hold you in the palm of my hand and your walls are continually before me. I'm the God who never sleeps nor slumbers. I hold all your tears in a bottle. You are precious to me. And Lord, I know that, that the enemy stands at the precipice of any wound. And the first thing he does is accuse you of your love for us, mm. your presence with us, your plans for us. That's why your word is so profound, that you will work all to get things all together for the good. I can't call cancer God, but good God, but neither do you, but yet it's a servant in your hand. And whatever is in your hand for our listening audience, and they are struggling with the weight of it, um, and it is, it's difficult and it's challenging. Lord, I pray that they would press into the loving heart of God over them that they would fight forward yes. and, and uh, uh, that faith would rise up for the tomorrows they cannot see, for that third act that you have planned. Mm. And God, that you would just be the lifter of their head. Would you be a shield about them, their glory, and the yes. lifter of their head. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I really believe that that was for you, my friend, and that you felt that and that you know what, Jesus, as I've said before, he will meet you at these intersections where there's such desperation. You just don't know which way to turn. You don't know what the answer is, but I'm, I'm here to tell you, Peggy's here to tell you that mm. the answer is in Christ alone. Amen. 
and he wants to show you who you are in the mirror of his glory as you just get honest with him and lay down all the defenses choose to trust him today choose to look into his mirror and and, and just be who you are right now because he loves you and he accepts you and in him you are enough Amen. I am just so thrilled that you were here with me today yes. and I love you so much and we need to do it again yes. for sure love to um, thank you thank you very much love you and I thank you my friend I love you and uh, again this podcast is really for you I pray that it will continue to be an encouragement as we grow together as we share from the Word of God in practical ways with yeah. real stories and uh, real testimonies because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So please tell your friends about it. Share this on all of your sh social media platforms and, and just by word of mouth and get your friends watching too. We love you and we bless you and come join us again. Have a blessed day.